Look, I know you know that I know that you know how busy we all get. Ollie can help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four years and up. And the new Ollie Brainy Chews support healthy brain function with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I have to wear a lot of makeup for my day job, but when I'm off camera, I'm all about ease and simplicity. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. One of my go-tos is their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's ridiculously easy to put on, and it gives my eyes the little perfect pop in seconds. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash off-camera. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash off-camera for 10% off your first order. I always tell people all the time, like, they can think that they sing better than me, act better than me, uh, look better than me, whatever. I don't care. I will outwork you. <gasps> Period. Somebody got to cue me or do I cue myself? Cue yourself. Okay. Hey, Hi. everyone. It's Let's Talk Off Camera. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> so we just start, we started on a, uh, we started on a tangent a tangent. We were playing songs to uh, get ready for our guest today, uh, the Real Housewife of Atlanta star Candy Burris. Woo! However, yeah. that is really pigeonholing her in, I say, one of her side hustle boxes. Yeah. Um, you know, she's a Grammy winner. She's a Tony and Emmy nominated producer. She's an actress. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. She's an entrepreneur. And more importantly, she owns a line of sex toys. Yes, she does. Yes, <laughs> she does. I think it was last Christmas I got like stocking stuffers for everybody from Candy's collection, Candy Coated Collection. <laughs> um, and I just love her. I love her so much. First of all, she reminds me, and I've told her this before, and it's the weirdest thing, but Candy Burris reminds me of my son, Joaquin. They have the same face. And it is crazy. When I look at her, I see him. He is, I should tell the listeners, he is beautiful. Like he is yeah. a beautiful, I'm not like saying, He's a good you look guy. like a man. No, he has a gorgeous face and she has a gorgeous face. Particularly before he went through puberty, he looked exactly like her. And I, I've told her that over the years over many years, especially when she had her short haircut, you could really see the resemblance. Now that he's gone through puberty and she has long hair, it's not as obvious to those who don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, before Candy signs on, I want to talk to you guys about a couple of things because Candy is an excellent mother. Yeah. And she's a very involved parent. Jan, you know how hard this is. Seth, you know how hard this is to be a full-time present parent and a full-time working person. These are very 
arduous challenges. I agree. And I think for people like Candy, too, in terms of her being a mom, I think there's like a lot of mom shaming that goes on with her because when they see her do things, like when she did Celebrity Big Brother, there Mm -hmm. was she got so much flack for doing that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if it was the man doing it, you wouldn't think twice about it. Nope. And so, I mean, I'm a working mom and I pride myself in that. My mom was a working mom. And I don't know, I think that that's a great thing. I think it's a great role model for your kids. And I just hate the double standards that take place. Let me tell you, I could speak at length about mom shaming. I've been mom shamed my entire career. I, I think mom shaming happens to everyone. But I think if you have a public platform, it happens like on, on like the hundredth degree, uh, you never hear a man never puts a picture on social media of him going off to work and them saying, "Where are your kids?" Right. Yeah. Where are your kids? You know, when I go on vacation, people are like, "Another vacation?" When Mark goes on the same vacation with me, people are like, "You deserve it. You work so hard." Yeah. And it is fascinating to me yeah and you're like the best mom I know so it's like it's ridiculous and people like I I just personally think my mom's example of being a working mom was just the most inspiring thing and it made me want to have a career and and be a mom at the same time but well I'm, you're you're the best mom I know you really are you're an incredible mother thank you the proof is in the pudding and having worked with the two of you in an office and seen your kids around as much as I have I mean, my gosh, who else does that? I mean, the two of we're you. We're lucky to have we a place lucky where that we, we can were do able that. to bring. I mean, your, our your kids. dressing room, you would stumble over like play pens. I mean, you had things everywhere in there. I complain about our places like, you know, it's like kind of got a lack of professionalism to it. Yeah. You know, sometimes when there's not like a proper of forms filled out for certain things or work schedules, that kind of thing. I'm like, why aren't we sent daily memos? We should be sent daily itineraries. I'll take not having a daily itinerary with the fact that everybody looks yeah. the other way when we bring our kids to work as we have yep. day after day, year after year, at various ages, various times, like that kind of stuff is. And if you didn't have that environment, you would have checked out of this job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, If you didn't have the ability to do that, forget it. Yeah. There's no way. I think that when you are a person like Candy and you, you know, you're not just singing and songwriting and going on tour, but you're on a reality show where everybody thinks that they know you. (laughs) Everybody thinks they have the receipts. Right. Everybody thinks that they have some say on what your other career moves and opportunities should be. Everybody thinks they get to weigh in on that. I think that she understands it fundamentally and is able to let it roll off of her in a way that um, a lot of people Right, but can't. do you like think, like, so she has all these other careers and really established in producing mm-hmm. these Broadway shows, but do you think that she doesn't get the taken seriously because of being on the reality show? I think it depends on who you ask. Uh-huh. I mean, I think, like, I followed her since Escape, uh-huh. so I know her as a very serious musical person. Right. And then I was so thrilled when she popped up on The Real Housewives. But what Candy brought was that she was a full, fleshed-out career woman when she came into The Real Housewives. Yeah. You know, she was still recording. She was still writing music. You saw that aspect, and she just had a coolness factor 
that everybody else seemed to be catching up to or trying to achieve. Yeah. She had that already. She's ready for us. Look how good oh, she wow. looks. She looks oh. so good. Ah! We all, I, Candy, I've been telling Albert and Jan how good you look because you popped on first and you look. Well, thank you. You look Kelly. like a million bucks. You know, we're not you on got camera. Me feeling good. Yeah. Th- this, the name of this show is Off Camera, which is why I look like this. <laughs> Candy, sit tight because I have a major intro for you, so don't say a word. She is a member of the platinum selling R&B group Escape. She won a Grammy for co-writing TLC's hit No Scrubs. And as a producer this year, she picked up a Tony nomination for The Piano Lesson and a Southeast Emmy nomination for La Musica de la Familia, inching her closer to the elusive EGOT. She's written hit songs for Get Ready for the Name Drops, Justin Timberlake, Beyonce, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Pink, Usher, Alicia Keys, and Ariana Grande. Did I leave anybody no, out? Pick those names up for you. Pick those <laughs> names up. She also, of course, stars in Bravo's Real Housewives of Atlanta and Peacock's SWV and Escape. She has restaurants, a YouTube show, and her adult toy shop, Bedroom Candy. To quote Candy, her roots are in Atlanta, but her branches are worldwide. Please welcome Candy Burris. Well, thank you. So before you joined our podcast, Jan and I were talking about how difficult it is to be a working mother in show business Mm -hmm. in particular. So what I want to know is how are you able to tune out the noise and stay focused because you're one of the most singularly focused people I've ever met? Well, thank you. So after that initial time when I first started being on Housewives and you get used to people just dragging you for no reason... You have to develop a thick skin, and I feel like I have that thick skin, so it's like no matter what you say, it, it does not stop my flow whatsoever. In my mind, I'm doing these things not just for myself, but also to build a future for my kids. But I mm-hmm. cannot sit here and say that I don't feel the mom guilt or feel like I'm dropping the ball on a regular. I'll give you two examples. So just today, my son was going, you know, he's been going to summer camp and he had this paper from class at the camp that was sitting on the counter. So I just so happened to look at it this morning and it said things that made you unhappy this summer. And so he put, I'm unhappy whenever I don't get chicken because I love chicken. And then he goes, and I'm unhappy every time my mom and dad leave. And that, oh. oh my God, it kind of like, it, it it touched my heart and it hurt my feelings a little bit for a second because, you know, you're thinking that they're having all this fun and that, you know, oh, my son is good. Like, he's not even thinking about me. But, I mean, I guess it he's at that age where it really bothers him if I have to go out of town for work or go, you know, if I'm working all day or something like that. And here's another, the other example. I'm going to get dragged on this season of Housewives if they show this clip. I'm not sure if it's going to be in the edit or not. But okay, Ace and I did like an interview together for the show. And they were asking Ace, what is your favorite thing to do with you and your mom? And he goes, well, I don't know, because my mom and I haven't really been spending any time because she works all the time. 
It's just like, oh no, like for him to say that, it's one thing when the other people say that to you, like, oh, you're working all the time, right? Um, but for him to say yeah, it. If you were a man, like if, if but he doesn't say that about no. Todd. It's a certain age where kids feel like they just need their moms to be around all the time. Because with Riley, it's a totally different situation. So as she was growing up, you know, I always made sure we did fun things together, but obviously I still had to work. She doesn't even remember that I worked a lot when she was younger. She's like, oh, you didn't work that much when I was younger. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because she only remembers like the specific fun things that we did. So she remember right. all the great moments that I was there for. And in her head, I didn't really work like that. And I'm like, girl, you're tripping. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, um, and then it got to it. I remember at um, like right when she was like eighth grade, when she started wanting a lot of stuff, you know, because I always would mm -hmm. equate, okay, now you know that I have to work because you want all these things. So I remember one day I was just chilling and she was like, um, you need to go work because uh, we got some more stuff we need to buy. <laughs> I was like, well, thanks a lot, little girl. So you and Todd met at work. You work mm -hmm. together. You work together mm -hmm. a lot. So how do you manage your work-life balance and your life-work balance? Whew, that's a good question. Um, well, what I have decided in my marriage, I normally allow him to get his way unless it's something extremely important to me he always always feels like he needs to have his way so for the most part mm. if it doesn't really really bother me i kind of allow him to take the lead on the situation and go along with you know what makes him comfortable unless it's something that i'm just like yeah that's not it and when when i feel that way i don't budge that's what it is <laughs> and anytime yeah. todd doesn't get his way or He's like always, oh, you don't support me. You know, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I hate that. And it's so annoying because I'm like, because I do allow you to, you know, take the lead all the time. And I pretty much go along with mostly everything you say. You just take that for granted as if like, yeah, it's supposed to be this way. You know what I mean? Now, with Mama Joyce and Todd and the complexity of all mm -hmm. of it, I don't know if the show is extraordinarily edited or if you and Todd are just the most tolerant, <laughs> nonplussed, like you literally let it roll off of you has their relationship improved uh, is it edited to, to look no more difficult it's not, than it is yeah it's not edited at, at all actually they just <laughs> recently started communicating i think you know earlier last year what during BravoCon, my mom said some things that were very negative towards todd and he kind of just got fed up and he was like you know what I'm done. <laughs> I've tried to deal with your mom. And he, so then you just start avoiding her, which makes, you know, like family dinners, holidays, all of that very uncomfortable because if she comes, then he's going to leave the room. So it was like I couldn't enjoy the holiday with my whole family at one time. But what I will say over the years, I feel like Todd has been amazing to how he's 
reacted with my mom. He never says anything disrespectful. He never tried to raise his voice, which I had to commend him for because a lot of men would not deal or put up with that. And as for myself, I come from a family of, you know, strong women, meaning my mom and her sisters, who all Mm -hmm. act that way with their grown kids. Okay, so my cousins, they deal with the same thing. And we all kind of just like bow down to our mothers. I I just think it was the way we were raised. It's like, oh, you're not supposed to disrespect her. You're not supposed to say anything back. So it's like we bite our tongues all the time and let them talk to us crazy. (laughs) Now, Mama Joyce said that she would go to therapy with you guys. Has that happened? And I, if... If it does happen, can you sneak my cell phone in and just audio record one of the sessions so I can hear? Not for broadcast, just for my own personal, just for me to listen well, to? Well, we have not started going together, but she did start, and I'm very happy about that. That's a big deal. Yeah, it is. It is. Now, earlier this year, it really wasn't working, but it seems like it's coming around. <laughs> it's coming around. I, my mom and I tried to go to counseling together one time years ago. And when I tell you, as soon as we walked out of the counseling session, she cussed me out and didn't talk to me for like a week and a half. Like, would not answer my calls. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not really sure how I feel about this whole counseling thing. But I do think that it, it therapy does help. Some people, but I needed her to, you know, do it first. You know, (laughs) if you have your mind made up that therapy is stupid, then it's never (laughs) going to work. And I don't know if your mom's like my mom, but my mom believes that therapy and all therapy Mm -hmm. was designed to badmouth my mother specifically. So let's get into the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh Uh-oh. These women come for you, and Jan and I have figured it out. Uh Uh-oh. What is it? I think they're jealous. (laughs) I think that because you keep winning, you keep winning with your reunion tour. You keep winning with your Broadway career, your production powerhouse. Who, Who would you say is the most um, egregious is a strong word, but who comes after you Oh, the my most? goodness. Well, I mean, for the last two years, I would have to say Marlo. I don't mm-hmm. even understand it. Um, I actually have known her longer than most of the girls, you know, um, as far mm-hmm. as, like, she used to date my godbrother, like, before she ever got on the show. But it's like, as soon as she came on the show, she always was on the wrong side. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Whatever side yeah. was against me, that's the side it seemed that she kept being on, and I didn't even understand it. And then at times, you remember that short period, a uh, couple seasons, she wasn't on our show? Mm-hmm. And during that time, I even tried to help her. I had helped her get a show on another network. So you have relationships with these women when the cameras aren't Not all going. of them, but some of them. But I, for whatever yeah. reason, she just chooses to constantly come at me. And I think... Part of the thing with her is she'll do anything for television, right? She don't care. She's going to do whatever she can to, like, spark drama or keep her in the mix so that when the season, new season Uh comes, they keep her on board, right? 
she always yeah. saying like i'm getting off too easy i don't work for my check and i'm like what does that mean just because i'm not you know <laughs> people don't want to drag me every day you feel like i'm not working for it like I, you know, some people have like a real weird, twisted way or belief of what they think works for our fans. You know, with that being said, I don't, you know, I don't really feel her right now. You always seem like the most level uh, to me. You're the level-headed one. You're the thoughtful one. I mean, first of all, you have the best reactions <laughs> of anyone. Like your reactions are the best. Thanks. But they're practical. Like when just when I'm like, wait, am I crazy? Did I just imagine that? They'll cut to you in a confessional going, Am I crazy? Did I just you know what I mean? Like you say what the viewer is seeing Thank and you. watching. I think, you know, they always want to say that I'm boring or I'm this, I'm that, but I feel like I'm normal. I feel like I am relatable yes. to what most the most of the people who watch our show. You know, they can see when other people are being fake or just trying to do the most just for attention. What did you think of She by Sheree having that dinner party and Kim Zolciak coming in? And it seemed like, uh, first of all, I was like, wait, was this shot on a separate year at a separate time? No. In a separate, like... No. Okay, tell me well, everything. Well, what I can tell you is, at first, production asked me to go to that dinner. And I was like, mm -hmm. well, why would I be going? Because they were like, they were doing just something with the OGs. Oh, well, they think it's a good idea for you to come, blah, 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 blah. So after a while, they hit me back and was like, actually, you don't have to come. So I don't know who made the final decision for me not to come, but mm -hmm. I'm glad that they did. Because yes. it just looked fake. It just yeah. looked like they came together just so that they can throw in a little shade. Well, first of all, it was shady, but also, you know... I Look, I don't edit the show, but I can tell what? you one thing. Everybody was drunk as a skunk. Like, I was very concerned. <laughs> okay, first of all, they definitely had a few drinks in them. Okay, that was clear. Oh, but yeah. what had mm -hmm. me dying laughing was how it seemed like Lisa Wu kept like, grabbing Kim by the head. Did you know <laughs> She I, just kept doing this. I, the whole time I was like, what is going <laughs> what is on? She, like, is she trying to get I the wig off? What is like, happening? Why did she keep grabbing her by her head? That, it would have me dying. Lisa's like, um, when I say super strong, I mean, like, she's like one of those type of people, if she hate, shakes your hand, she always got to, like, let you know she's strong. It's going to be like a super strong grip. Yeah. <laughs> or if she hugs you, yeah. it's going to be like, ah. Yeah. Like, so I could only. And she's tiny, right? Yeah, is she's she tiny? tiny. So she's yeah, got that like, thing, like, like that Napoleon thing, like, like she's gonna, so yeah. I can only imagine how much of a grip she had on Kim's head. <laughs> and I was laughing to myself because I'm like, okay, I know the people that are watching this don't know this, but I know this. And so every time I see her grab her by her head, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Kim and Croy's on and off again divorce? I... I hate it for them because that's a long time to be married. You know what I mean? Of course you want them to work. You know, they're getting divorced because they are under financial duress. That's not shocking. And I was like, wait, that will only, a divorce will take you from financial duress and put you in the financial grave. So I'm wondering, like, are they under so much financial duress that they were like, the only way we can 
wade Mm-mm. through this is by staying together. No, if you look at statistically, uh, most marriages end because financial reasons. Mm-hmm. The finances are like a number one cause of divorce. So that's not surprising. And the whole gambling thing, that wasn't surprising. You know, they haven't been on TV for a minute. I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. really know what they got going on financially and how they were making money outside of the show. But you just kind of be like, okay, you can't keep spending the same if the checks aren't the same, you know. We had Andy Cohen on the show and he talked about that, like how there's so many Bravo stars that come in and they live larger than life and then the show is gone and they keep Mm -hmm. spending as though the money is never going to stop. And I suspect that you are like me. I assume that every job I have is my final job. Oh my God, I'm just like that. (laughs) I'm like panicking if I'm not working. Oh, listen, you know, with the strike, I'm like, okay, God, like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, What's the next job? No, I'm just kidding. People always are thinking like, oh, Candy makes all this much money and blah, 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 blah. Yes, I do make money, but entertainment business, period. You realize that that money could be flowing crazy one minute and then the next it could be like not coming in at all. You know what I mean? So I've always panicked. I always live below my means because, you know, you just never know what could happen. Never. That's the key, though. That's the key to not filing for bankruptcy like three seasons out of a show. It's like you've got to plan that it will be the final job, the final mm-hmm. opportunity. It probably won't. But if you plan like it is, you'll always be financially I'll always be good. Okay. When I was 19, LL Cool J told me, he said, because I had just bought my house when I was 19. And we was like on tour together. Our group, he was on the tour. And um, he said, always have at least one house and one car that you own. He was like, because this music industry, Mm -hmm. it's so up and down. You never know. You know, he was like, every time you get some money, he said, I don't care if it's $5,000 or if it's $500,000. He said, throw a little bit extra to the principal until you paid your house off. And after he said that, it stuck with me. Like, I kept that with me, Mm -hmm. you know, forever because I was like, he's right. When people get loans for these big houses, right, most people aren't paying them fully when they first get them. Some people do, but a lot of people don't. Right. So say for instance, if you got a 15 year loan or a 30 year loan, whatever it is, a lot of times, especially if you're in the entertainment business, what you were making in the first five years of that loan may not be what you were making in the last five years of that loan. So people end up losing their homes and they don't think to pay it off when they really get into the money, you know, because like, Andy said they, for some reason, feel like it's just never going to end or never going to change. And that's just not true. We've seen it. So there's two things that I think needs to happen. Number one, Andy needs to write a uh, reality show survival guide (laughs) financial manual. Right. Right. So that's number one. Number two, I think you need, because you are a prolific producer. You have had so much success. You're now, uh, are you in pre-production for yes, The Wiz on yes, Broadway? Yes, I'm so excited. I cannot Thanks. wait. I cannot wait. I'm so Thank excited. You. The Wiz spoke yeah. to me in a very profound way. It made me want to move to New York City. Anyway, it's just one of these like movies that has stayed with me, and I'm so excited. But I want to put this okay. idea in your head. I know what I'm buying my mom, friends, for Mother's Day. 
Theory joggers, Jana's obsessed, my stylist Audrey is obsessed, so I know they're a sure hit. And if any one of my family or friends are listening to this podcast, hint, hint, these would be a great gift for me. They're designed with their dream knit stretch fabric, which I love because they're so ridiculously comfortable, but yet look so good. By the way, they're not just for women. I'm ordering them right now for Mark because Father's Day is right around the corner. No matter how you stay active, running, swimming, yoga, or just running weekend errands, Viore is for you. Viore is offering Let's Talk Off Camera with Kelly Ripper listeners 20% off your first purchase. Get some of the most comfy and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash off camera. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash off camera. You'll also enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com slash off camera and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Melojo, my production company, is such a small business. So when we hire someone, it makes a huge impact. And Albert, I know you wear so many hats over there, you might not have the time or the resources to hire, but LinkedIn changes all of that. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. So Albert, the next time we're hiring, if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. We got Roz. So we know it works. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash off camera. That's linkedin.com slash off camera to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Albert, I know you're too busy to be frizzy. So grab Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I'm loving it because it helps reduce and repair split ends while quenching my bone dry hair with intense hydration. And during the summer, that's something we could all use. You'll also be way obsessed with Way's bestsellers like I am. My new favorite is their scalp and body scrub. It's a blend of sugar and coconut oil that cleanses, exfoliates, and moisturizes all at once on your scalp and your skin. I'm also really into their Wave Spray for the summer. It's a weightless, salt-free mist that gives you that just out of the ocean and my hair dried perfectly look. You know, like that look that is so unattainable. <laughs> it doesn't make my hair crunchy at all. And it's super easy to use. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code off camera for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com promo code off camera. this idea in your head. I think that you should produce the Real Housewives of Atlanta, the musical. And here's why I <laughs> okay. say this. You girls are all arguably the chicest, the best dressed, the best looking. You're also the funniest, the wittiest. You have the best one-liners. Every I don't know, like, I'm like, how does everybody think that fast in sound bites? I don't know. But I think that it could be a runaway smash. I really I do. I agree. I do agree. I think it could be funny as hell, honestly. 
That could be, a, I think that's a good idea. I don't know. I have to talk to Andy. We might be able to make that work. <laughs> now, you and Nick Cannon are developing a new girl yes. group. What's the name of the girl group? And it, it, is there going to be a show around well, it? Well, okay. So the girl group's name is Siren. Um, we spell it P-S-I, like the Greek Sai, and Ren is uh-huh. R-Y-N. Siren Music, if anybody wants to see clips of them on social media. But yeah, Nick and I came together. He was actually doing a show about, what is it, The Next Star? So okay. yeah, he hit me up because he was like, hey, we should do something together. Like, you know, let's come up with an idea or artist or something we can work with and build together. And then I could add them to this show that I'm doing. And so, um, which is like a, a talent um, competition type of show. Not necessarily a competition, but showcasing artists that are like supposed to be the new thing. And I said, okay, cool. And these girls, they were actually three solo artists that came together for a music performing arts school that's here in Atlanta. And they mm-hmm. have like the mm-hmm. most talented, the most talented kids come out of this school. And they put these girls together for this Christmas program that they were doing. And I was like, you know, they need to be a group in real life, not just for this program. Let's figure this out. Yeah, right. So that's what we're doing. We decide to work with them and we're going to take it to the next level. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm super excited about it because, you know, obviously I'm from a girl group and I just feel like it's time for it to be another era for girl groups. Like it's been a minute and I don't know why, but... Hey, I'm gonna just, you know, try to help these girls make it and help their dreams come true. Low key, do you get nervous about being on a tour bus with Nick Cannon? Do you think he might get you <laughs> pregnant somehow if you sit <laughs> if you sit on a seat that he no. sat on? Or if you accidentally like get in the same swimming no, pool no, he's no, no. in? He and I are like family, you know, like that's like bro. I don't even look at him there. I'm way. not saying intentionally. <laughs> I'm saying it seems like Nick can walk by people, sneeze, and make I them. I feel cry. like he's very intentional <laughs> so. about the women he chooses to do that with. <laughs> <laughs> we I had him on speak on it and you know i was like i was shocked how open he was and then i went on his podcast and you know one of his uh the mother of his kids she has like two kids i guess um she's a co-host on his podcast so it was interesting to see their dynamic when they were working together because I think that day I came, he had did something to tick her off before the show, but she was holding it together really, really well. And, but I asked mm-hmm. him a couple of questions that I felt like, mm, <laughs> yeah, Probative. you know, I don't mind yes. asking a question. Uh-huh. I was just kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. what's really going on here? I did ask, like, you know, did any of the other mothers have a, any type of jealousy of the relationship that they have because they work together every day? He does that podcast like five days a week. So I'm like, how do Uh the other moms feel about this? So it was just interesting seeing his his thoughts. And and wait, how do the how do the other moms feel about it? Well, they made it seem like they were cool. But it, it, it I don't know. For me, I felt like there was an undertone of somebody has attitude. <laughs> and then what were you going to say? You were just but, about to say um, something No, else. I was saying in the interview that I did with just he and I, I was shocked at how honest he was when I said, you mean to tell me nobody in your circle, your mom, your, you know, any of the mothers, nobody is saying like, what the hell are you doing? Like, nobody's upset that you continuously to keep having more kids. And his thought was like, well, to be honest, when you're the breadwinner, 
everybody kind of goes with the flow. Like nobody is really giving any pushback. And I just kind of felt mm-hmm. like, wow, the fact that he openly admitted that because it's like, okay, so you know that if you wasn't really banking like that, that they wouldn't be putting up with this. <laughs> like right. somebody would be pulling you to the side. Listen, I don't know how people know this information, but I've read that he makes $100 million a year. Yeah, that's what they said. I mean, he said... (laughs) Do you think that's true? Do you think that's true? I mean, he makes a lot. He didn't give me a specific number, but he definitely makes a lot. Okay, he's got a game show. He's a producer. He's an executive (laughs) producer and um, also the, the host of Mass Singer. Same, yeah. same. Okay, same. I have a podcast. He has a podcast. He had a talk show. I have a talk show. Mm-hmm. Where's my hundred nah. million? <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I feel you on that. But yeah, like he even explained. I was like, how did you keep up when you were dating Mariah? Like, how did you keep that up? Like, she's used to flying <laughs> private everywhere. She's doing this. Like, if you and he's definitely oh, right. a man's man, where he wants to you know, do for his woman or whatever. So I'm like, how was you managing that back then? And he was like, it made him step his game up to where it made him go out and make more money, like get more deals so that he could make sure... Could fly Mariah on a private Well, not just that, but just, you know, so that he could, (laughs) you know, keep the lifestyle going or whatever he needs to do in the relationship. Albert is (laughs) applying to be the next... (laughs) Nick Cannon baby ah, mama. Yes. You're, you know what? You're not his type, Albert, so forget it. Um, you know, my daughter Lola is starting out in the music mm-hmm. business. She went to Clive okay. Davis, you know, mm-hmm. at NYU. And uh, so she just started dropping her, I don't even know how they do it now. It's all like on TikTok and social media. And then she puts it on Spotify. And I don't know how to guide her. I am a terrible, because I'm like, well, what you need to do is have a record label and you need to go on tour. And you did. she's like, that's not how it works now, mom. Everything happens on streaming. It's all up to streaming services and TikTok videos. And then you want a video to go viral. And is that true? Is she just giving me bullshit or is she telling me honestly what <laughs> well, what the business yeah, is no, like Yeah, no, she makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> I'm being honest because I had to, I am still relearning the music industry because it's different than what it was when I first came in the game, right? I I used to be the same yeah. as you. You got to get a deal, then you do the promotional tour and all that stuff. Whereas now, she's right. It's all about streaming and research. That's what labels do. They're researching who's already popping on their own. And then the labels, you know, are starting to pay attention. Like, they don't just pay attention for artists just just because they're talented anymore. Mind you, Riley is interning at a record label. And part of what she does is research. Online, she's researching all the new artists that are out there. She's checking their numbers, checking their streams. Like, that's what she does for the label. So everything your daughter said is true, really. So tell me about reuniting with Escape and, like, what was that like for you? Like, with the women? A mess. (laughs) So our group, we came back together a few years ago. That was when they did the first reality show about Escape still kicking it on um, on Bravo. Mm-hmm. But it's like this time last year, we did a show with us and um, SWV. And when I tell mm-hmm. you, it was a disaster. 
It was a disaster from beginning to end, even after the show is over. Like, our group is still having problems. Right now, we are no longer performing as four members. It's only three of us that perform together. Um, the two sisters don't speak at all. We don't, Well, one of the sisters, yeah, we don't speak at all. She and I don't speak. Nope, nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody speaks, speaks. Not right? even her and her sister. So it's just like, it. Right. it has gotten really, really bad. Like, you know how when it's already a stressful situation between you and somebody but then you add the people watching it just magnifies it to uh-huh. a thousand <laughs> it's like <laughs> is it different than is it i would think because you go so far back and because you had such an enormous success mm-hmm. is it worse in a way are the fights not that the fights on the real housewives aren't real but is it deeper uh way deeper because in this situation um i actually care (laughs) and what i mean Mm -hmm. by that is it's like okay with my group members we grew up together like i'm you know I, i met them when i was 14 years old and so that's like really the time of your life when you really become who you are you know in in those years and really figure yourself out. That was my first career, first job is being an artist on tour with my group members, you know? So we went through so much together as kids and in development of who I am. It's just like, it's just something about them that they can get under my skin like nobody else. And it's so emotional. and, and, And mind you, when I look at our group Escape, because we can still tour to this day and, you know, have a sold out arena or whatever. And when you have something like we're supposed to take care of that, like that is, you know, that's our baby. You know what I mean? And so I care about Mm -hmm. what happens to the escape brand. And when we are not on the same page and people are doing things that's not right, it's it's just explosive. Mm -hmm. Do you think there is a possibility for resolution? You know, Jan, the weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. <laughs> if you've been waiting to update your wardrobe for a long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Build up a lineup of timeless pieces that keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. I've been telling you about Quince for a while now, and I plan to keep telling you until you get the message. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. I just took a few of their cover-ups on vacation, which were the perfect easy breezy looks to wear. And right now they have these tank dresses that are in the cart, ready to check out. Go look on their website. These tank dresses are effortlessly chic. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash off camera for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash off camera to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash off camera. Are you tired of scrubbing your bathroom clean? I am. Transform your bathroom cleaning with wet and forget weekly shower cleaner. Just spray today and rinse tomorrow for a no scrub clean. With over 33,000 five-star reviews, it's your once a week solution to keeping your tub and shower surfaces sparkling clean. 
Available at Amazon, Lowe's, Menards, Home Depot, and Ace Hardware. Join thousands who have switched to an easier clean. Get Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner today and make your bathroom sparkle with zero scrubbing. Do you think there is a possibility for resolution? To me, it depends on what happens between the two sisters. Like, realistically, everybody already knows. Tasha and I, we don't, we never get along. We never gotten along. It's, it's always been a problem, right? So I'm used to she and I being in this space, but still having to work together, right? But now, it's not even me. It's like her and her sister are, like, in a really, really bad place to where they're not even communicating and so for me, I don't even have to think about it. I don't have to deal with it no more. And I'm not getting in it. I'm not trying to get in between them. So for me, I feel like if they don't have a, a seeing eye to eye moment between them, then it's definitely not anything to talk about with me. Because <laughs> she already mm-hmm. didn't show me any love. <laughs> like we already didn't get along. So it didn't matter. But the two of them, it's a problem. So what advice would you give the girls in the group that you're developing with Nick Cannon? Like, what's the main piece of advice you would give them? Well, oh, my new girl group? Like, honestly, the first thing that I told them that they shouldn't do that was definitely going to happen, it's already happened. Uh, Like, I'm already seeing the signs of drama. You know what uh, I mean? Like, I was said from the jump, like, hey, don't allow other people to get in your ear. Outside people are always going to try to you know, come in and get in your ear, tell you what you need to be doing and this, this and that and and then causing issues and it's already started and they haven't even been together is it, that long. Is it always a family member? Is it a best friend? Like who is the instigator that tends to come in from the outside and infect the group? Well, in our group escape situation, you know, we have somebody's boy, husband, <laughs> which didn't start mm-hmm. off as a start as a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And when you have girl groups, you know, and those the significant others come into play and have too much influence and too much input, that is a problem, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But it can always be just anybody that's close. It could be a family member. It could be close friends, anybody who's like, you know, telling one person, oh, yeah, you know, you don't need them. Like like hyping you against your group mates or, mm-hmm. you know, telling you what you should be doing. And it's like, well, how are they telling you what they should should be doing? Have they done it with somebody else? Are they currently doing it right. with somebody else? The things that they're telling you to do, are they having success at it with anybody else at this moment right now other than you? Like, I don't want right. to hear it. I don't want to hear what they got to say. I don't want to hear their opinions. Like, stop. So you've got the Grammy, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Been nominated for an Emmy, mm-hmm. been nominated for a Tony. Yep. You get this movie made. Mm-hmm. I feel like you are definitely like three breaths away from winning the Tony. Well, please speak that into my life. I was really praying for it this time around. I really, really thought that the piano lesson mm-hmm. was an amazing production. And I was hoping... It was amazing. Thank you. I was hoping that it was going to be able to bring it on home. But, you know, hey, it didn't. And now we're giving it one more great try with The Wiz. And I feel like The Wiz, how can you go wrong with The Wiz? The you Wiz. can't go wrong with The Wiz. So you'll get your Tony. People are going to lose their minds. You're going to get your Thank Emmy. You. So you're going to have... The Emmy, the Tony, the Grammy. So, if the past... (laughs) Again, I don't know know much about it. 
But what if the pass wins an Academy Award? Girl, okay? I would be. Girl, I'm just saying. Literally, flip hitting flips. I mean, I, it would make me an egot winner. Yeah, and I would be like, like I've been telling people for years now, like I want to win the egot. I want to win the egot. And I think it wasn't until just recently when I was nominated for the Grammy. I mean, the Tony and the Emmy at that same time. People really start being like, oh, wait, hold on. Like, she might really accomplish this. Yeah. Because you can talk about all the things you want to do with your life, but everybody never truly believes until you do it, right? We were talking about this before you signed on. It's like, you can have all the stuff. Like, you can have God-given gifts. Right. Um, I don't have any, but you can. <laughs> One can have them. There are people that are great singers, great musicians, great artists, great actors. But if you don't have that work ethic and right. you don't have the endurance to outlast mm -hmm. the others, then then it's not going to go anywhere. I always tell people all the time, like, they can think that they sing better than me, act better than me, uh, look better than me, whatever. I don't care. I will outwork you. Mm -hmm. <gasps> Period. Every time I will work circles around you and I'm going to be pleasant while doing it so that people like working with me. <laughs> it's like that's a part of it, yeah. too, because you can't just be going around with an attitude, being full of yourself, not treating people right that are working with you. Right. Because that hurts the situation. So I'm always that's right. Going to be appreciative of every opportunity and treat it as such. And I'm going to be the hardest worker in the situation. It's it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. I fully believe you're going to be an EGOT winner. I fully thank believe you. it. I don't think there's anything you can't thank you. do. Um, thank you so much for joining our podcast before okay. we go. Okay. We have this part of the show called Ask Kelly. It's at the end of every mm -hmm. podcast. Now, it's sung by Albert's boyfriend, Kyle. He made a new jingle for you. Oh, he made a new he jingle? Yeah, let's okay. hear it. It's time for Ask Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got we've got an Ask Kelly question that I was unable to answer, and I was hoping maybe you would be able to answer mm -hmm. this question from somebody named TP Kelly. My husband isn't a fan of toys in the bedroom. Okay. Any tips on how I can get him to change his mind? Oh, yeah. I always tell people, <laughs> um, well, I have a couple of different ways that you can introduce different ideas, right? So I always say, like, say, for instance, Halloween is the best time to say that, okay, we're going to be different people. We're going to do role playing today, right? They do. Say, oh, so we're going to put on these crazy outfits and we're going to hang out. We're going to have some, you know, date night or whatever and come back to the room. When you come back, do not introduce big toys that look like the male parts, right? We are going right. to get something small, like a little uh -huh. bullet. Or like us at Bedroom Candy, mm -hmm. we have the, our top seller is the Bedroom Candy lipstick. It looks like a lipstick, but it's not. So with that being said, he does not feel like he's competing with it. And you can do something fun. Or either like now we have the um, peach. It's a vibrating peach. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we have a peach, so you can do something where you pull out your peach, and he's like not even gonna think nothing of it because it looks like a peach, right? But when she starts giving <laughs> him kisses down below and just put that vibrating peach right up in mm-hmm. the gooch area, right up underneath, he mm-hmm. is gonna go crazy, and he's gonna say, "Hey, babe, the next time, well, when you gonna let's try that one more time?" Yep. Bedroom candy for all of your <laughs> bedroom toy needs. And I mean, you have everything. <laughs> you have a wide variety, a wide array, and all thank gorgeous. You. Really beautiful, beautifully thank packaged. You, thank you. I always wanted it to be uh, one of those products where people don't have to feel ashamed of having it. Oh, yeah. Because remember, back in the day, people used to feel ashamed if somebody caught them with a the toy. Oh, yeah. That's no big deal, but... That's why we make some, um, I always say it's the MacGyver of toys. Remember mm-hmm. how MacGyver would have like a pen that would turn into a laser? Yeah. <laughs> well, now <laughs> we have these lipsticks that turn, that turn into, into little magic, vibrators. magic vibrators. <laughs> I got to go. I got to log back on. It's been a while. It's, been, it's time for me to log back on to Bedroom Candy. Pull it, pull it up, Albert, yeah. so we can, we can do some orders. Candy Burris, thank you so much for joining thank me. You. I cannot wait for you to win your EGOT. Thank you. The lines are already around the block. <laughs> the lines are around the block, and the EGOT is in the bag. Thanks, Candy. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for joining us. Woo-hoo! Thank you. See ya. Well, guys, I don't know what more you want. <laughs> you learned how to please your man. You learned a lot about the uh, the real ups and downs of the music industry. Wow. Um, it's sad that that group is escape. Yeah, it's really sad. They're so talented. It makes it breaks my heart. But one, the one constant is Candy is even keel. Yeah, she really is even even keel. So anyway, thanks so much for listening today. And don't forget to follow us. Let's talk off camera is the name of our show. Of course, you're very smart. You already knew that. Can't wait to talk off camera next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Let's Talk Off Camera with Kelly Ripa is a co-production of Melojo Productions and PRX Productions with help from Goat Rodeo. Our theme song is Follow Me from APM Music. From Melojo, our team is Kelly Ripa, Mark Consuelos, Albert Bianchini, Jan Chalet, Devin Schneider, Michael Halpern, Jacob Small, Roz Therian, Seth Gronquist, and Julia Desch. From PRX Productions, our team is... Kara Schillen, Genevieve Sponsler, Megan Nadolsky, Isabel Kirby McGowan, Edwin Ochoa. Additional sound design by Terrence Bernardo. The executive producer of PRX Productions is Jocelyn Gonzalez. This show is powered by Stitcher. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. 
But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.